This is a slaying moment. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Slaying for Me. I hope all is well and you guys are good. You're taking care of yourself. This weather is going from one extreme to the next. I know I've been having like some sinus issues constantly and it has been kind of like making me mad because I don't know. This is my first time like this first year that I've lived in Philadelphia Um, since I've been here. I've been experiencing like a lot of sinus issues and before when I lived in New York, that was not a thing. I did not have that problem. So now, you know, with the season, and I didn't even know this is this is how you know that I'm new to the game game. I didn't know that um, allergies can happen all year round. I thought that just happened in the spring and sometimes in the summer. But um, it could be an all year round situation. Okay. <laughs> so uh, I've been experiencing like some sinus headaches. Like I was in a sinus headache, excuse me, so bad I had to take a sip of water, Um, so bad that it was in my dream, y'all, I was dreaming about something, and I kept on saying, man, my head is hurting, I got to go do something about my head hurting, and I woke up out of my sleep, and my head was killing me, like everything was just, it was just killing me, and uh I remember saying to my husband, like, we, I, I got, some got the gift. Like, this has been going on for weeks. I, our apartment at night, you know, the heat rises. So we're not able to control how hot it is in here. So, you know, I have like an air purifier, I have a humidifier to kind of like get everything, but it's still like really, really dry in our bedroom. So, you know, sometimes I crack the window to like give us some fresh air. Why I do that? I shouldn't do that because every time that I do it, the, the sinus gets worse. So, um, I am going to the doctor next week. So I'm going to talk to them about that. If it's a more of a, like the air issue or if it's a me issue, like I'm doing something incorrectly. So make sure you take care of yourself. Make sure you go get your annual checkups. It's about that time. If you didn't do it last year, you definitely need to do it at the top of the year. Make sure your body and everything is functioning well and everything is good. And, um, you know, you're able to meet some goals. If you have like a weight loss goal, I know that, um, for me this year, I want to do be more cognitive about how I'm eating and what I'm consuming. Um, I'm, I'm going to attempt to do like this vegan lifestyle. It might be part vegan, part not so much vegan. <laughs> I might bop in and out of it, which I think is okay. Like, I feel like I love some vegan dishes, some vegan dishes I enjoy. And I, I'm like, oh my God, I can eat this every day. And then, you know, I flip the script a lot when it comes to my food intake. Like I can, I'm a creature of habit, but I'm only a creature of habit for like two weeks. So if I say, oh my God, I'm on chicken. I love chicken. I'll be on chicken for two weeks. And then after two weeks, I'm done with the chicken. I got to move on to something else. Um, But I, you know, being more cognitive of like the food that I consume. And as you get older, as you season a little bit, honey, um, your food and the foods that you once loved, you don't like. And since I've had my hernia surgery, it's been a lot of foods that I love that I cannot consume. I cannot 
due to dairy, me and dairy, we have a relationship, but it's on a small, it's like, um, you know, like your distant cousin that you see for family reunion. We only see one another at, at the family reunion. Okay. Um, so it's uh, occasionally our annual, <laughs> Me and bread, we have a relationship, but me and bread can't be on the same. And I love bread. I love bread. But me and bread, me and that gluten can't be together. We can't be friends all the time. We got to be friends at least twice out of the week. Okay. And then, um, so like finding alternatives and figuring out like different, like it's some vegetables and fruits that I was just like, uh, I didn't, you know, I didn't think I wanted this in my life, but now I'm adding into my, my lifestyle. So long story short, make sure you're taking care of yourself, making sure you're getting checked out and everything is good with yourself, physical, mental, and spiritual. Cause sometimes you need a spiritual checkup. Sometimes it's a whole bunch of us that haven't been in the church because of COVID. Some people just need to go to the altar, sit down and, um, you know, just be in a room, be in a worship. So, you know, hopefully <laughs> you get that in. So I, um, this year and this year ain't just got started. We only like, um, I think it's like week three. <laughs> We're only in the second, third week of uh, the year this year. And on the later end of last year, but mostly beginning of this year, I've been learning a lot about what my boundaries look like. I thought I knew what my boundaries were and I know I knew what I was going to accept and what I wasn't going to accept. But I really wasn't like I, last year I was dabbling in that. Like I didn't really know what my boundaries were and what triggered me. I remember and I've said this before. Dion um, Sanders said, you know, uh, don't let my insecurities trigger your, um, my confidence trigger your insecurities. But what about the other way around? And I was thinking about that today because today I had saw a person that I used to congregate with back in the day, um, come across my timeline on, uh, Facebook. And it's, you know, for me, me and this person are not, we had our relationship. The season has passed. God is good. You know, we had some great moments together, but the season has passed and how we separated our friendship, um, dissolved was it just happened. Like it was just like she did something and then she started moving distance and moving a certain way. And I just was like, okay, I'm just going to exit stage left. But it was just like we, just went our separate ways and you know it was a great experience but some things transpired before um you know where I was trying to like figure out why is our you know why did our friendship kind of go left and uh I was setting up like my boundaries so I'm 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 good for um, following a, a person that I'm just not like we can be cool but I'm really not interested in your life I will unfollow you and I think for me that's not like being petty or being haterish or anything like that. I just be like, I'm not really interested in what you're doing. I don't want you on my timeline. I like, I believe that if you're going to follow people, it have to be people that you're like really interested in what they're doing. You're, you're really intrigued and you want to see what they're doing. It's a lot of people in my life, including family, friends that I really don't give a hell what they doing. I really just don't care. <laughs> And it's the people in my life that feel the same way about me. Like, girl, I don't need to follow her. She don't need to be a person on my timeline. And I think 
that is the thing that people kind of take personal. Um, I don't know if they still do, but people did take personal like, well, why you just can't follow them? And it'd be like, okay, well, why would I follow somebody I'm just not interested in seeing? Like, that's like a celebrity. I'm a, like, people follow certain celebrities just to judge them. I'm not doing it. If I'm not interested in what you're doing, I'm not following you. Why would I do that? Why would I bring that negative form of energy within my life? But anyway, so our friendship dispersed because of an issue. And I, I, um, she kind of showed me a part of herself that I just never thought I didn't think it was very unpleasant. And I am one of those people. I can forgive you and I can give you grace. I definitely can. But once you start showing me like disapproving behavior, like you're doing like very sketchy things, I begin to be like, yeah, no, we're not. You're not the person that I want him. So some type of way. She came up across my timeline and I've seen it a couple of times. And I was like, well, how am I following this person? I know I unfollowed this person. And, uh, <laughs> she was, I was still following her. And I was like, well, how's this possible? I know that I unfollowed this person. And, uh, she came across my timeline and it was something that she posted that triggered me. And I was just like, you know, Normally, my internal will be like, Alexis, like, don't get too deep about it. But then I realized, like, it triggered me because you're on my timeline and you're not a person that I want a part of my life and you're not a part of my life. So why would I follow you? Right. And, you know, that kind of uh that's kind of flip of, you know, sometimes it can be just that person living a life can disrupt you. Right. <laughs> So she living her life. She doing good. Everything is great. She's amazing. But I don't want, I don't want that. I don't want that <laughs> in my circle because I'm just like, I'm over the situation. I'm, I did, I detach myself from that person. And I think when you say to yourself, this is my boundary, I've crossed this line instead of kind of like tricking yourself into thinking, okay, well, you know, the situation happened so long ago. Yeah, it did. And it was a reason why it happened. And, you know, sometimes people, just people that you don't deal with anymore, you seeing them just live their life can still disrupt you, although you have healed. And I believe that it's okay to say, you know, that person triggers me in a different type of way. Like the way that she triggers me is the the fact that um, she is, I think she's phony. She's, she has, she grabbed this phony persona personally to me. And uh, she is, this friend to everybody, but she was not able to give me that same type of friendship. Everybody's friendship is not the same, but like, it's just certain people that she decided to remain friends with. And that's fine. But for me, it was one of those situations where I was like, I was trying to, we were trying to figure it out and I was being accused of something. And I didn't like that. And I explained that to the person and it didn't, it didn't go over well. And it was like everybody else got grace and stuff for me. So I don't want to see you living your life because you weren't concerned about me being a part of your life when we were trying to um, rec reconcile. So I do believe that there are people in your life. You just got to know what your boundaries are. I was having a conversation with my mother and 
I was saying to her, I was like, you know, I'm so tired of filling my, my space and my life with people just based off association, right? And it's a lot of things that I have done in my life and it's a lot of things that I've experienced and the people that I thought would be there and the people that I thought would show up and the people that I thought would support me didn't. And it, it makes you feel some type of way because over the years, over my whole life, I've always been a person that like, oh, well, they couldn't come. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. And then now that I'm older and I'm like, discovering myself I was like no nah, this is a boundary I'm about to put this boundary up real quick you I'm not about to put all of my eggs you know pour all of my water into your bucket and I can't even get a sip of your bucket with or a little water when I need it so you know I believe that support is a two-way street and I know that everybody can support in the same way that you support but Support comes in many different shapes, forms, and fashions, and I feel like there are some people in my life that don't even do the minimum. They won't even, like, repost my stuff. They won't even, like, hey, let me reach out to see if she's okay, how she's doing. Oh, that's support. That's support, and I feel like I've gotten to a point where my boundary is, y'all ain't doing the basics or y'all not even showing an inch of support and I've asked for it and I've expressed that I needed it and you're not okay cool you're not you're not involved in nothing in my pertaining to my life and I feel like over the years I have allowed for myself to kind of like dumb down that or put it to the side or be the bigger person I don't want to be the bigger person I'm tired of being that. I'm tired of being a bigger person. I'm tired of being a person that is always there for everyone else and, you know, and um, being present, present, like physically present, mentally present, spiritually present for people. And I don't get the same thing reciprocated. Now, granted, everybody can give you this present spiritually because people, I don't need that many people. I don't need certain people praying over me, but. <laughs> There are some things that you need for people and you have to set your boundary. That particular situation made me think, seeing the girl on my timeline, it made me think about how many things, how many times that I said, I set this boundary and I've gone back on it. And I've hurt myself because I've went back on the promise that I made myself, made to myself. You know, setting boundaries doesn't mean that you hate people or you dislike them or you don't want to see people be great. It's it's setting boundaries mean and sticking with them means that I'm just creating a healthy space for myself, whether it be physical space. In our um, mental space, right? Because we never think about how your boundaries have a positive effect on your mental, your health in general, right? So if you say, like I was saying earlier, I got to have boundaries with my my bread, I got to have boundaries with my my dairy intake. All of that is healthy for my body. Like I know that if. I eat too much of this stuff. It's going to cause me to be sick. That's breaking my boundaries. That's putting me in a situation that's unhealthy for my life, right? So for me, I'm considering that those boundaries, my health boundaries, just personal boundaries for myself, 
that, you know, people boundaries as well can be uh, detrimental to your health, right? So for me, I've discovered that I've been lacking on my boundaries. I I mean, honestly, for real, honestly, I ain't been, the boundaries been, they be, they've been bound. And then it's like a, it's like a rope and I've been cutting it, right? <laughs> so, you know, I'm really haven't been sticking with them. I really, my boundaries wasn't really certain. Like I have boundaries when it comes to my work environment. Like that's for certain. When it comes to my career, I'm, my boundaries are etched in stone okay i look i some people got to tell me throw some of them boundaries away sis like let you know give it room to breathe for me when it comes to my my artistry and what i do and what i'm passionate about i take it very serious so my boundaries are they etched in stone like they it's a list of them that i you know i'm telling you what what is and what is it right But when it comes to my life, when it comes to family, when it comes to the people that I love, when it comes to friendships, I, my boundaries are like low. Like I don't really, they really don't exist sometimes. Like I have them and then sometimes I back out on them. So, you know, I've been discovering that in this year that I'm sticking with my boundaries. I've been holding up on my boundary side, right? Because I don't want to put myself in a situation where I'm compromising my mental and physical health for the well-being of other people, right? So for me now, I want to be filled with and and be in spaces and places with good energy. I don't want to have to, like, uh, I was having a conversation with my mom the other day and I was telling her, I was like, I don't want to give, I don't want to have to be exhausted when I leave being with someone or I don't want to have to feel like I have to tiptoe around how I feel because other people feel some type of way about my truth. You know, I don't want to have to, um, um, exceed all of my resources to accommodate everybody else. And they won't do the same gesture for me. I, I, I'm not accepting. I can't accept half assness and I don't give you half assness. Like I, I'm not accepting that. I can't accept those things. And does it mean that, you know, as a, if a person changes their behavior and their actions towards me, will I say, Oh, okay. Now that boundary can go. That can go. That person has shown me. I'm definitely, we always need to save space. And this is what I'm going to say. You have your boundaries, but if a person reveals to you and their actions start backing up what they're saying and they start doing things differently and they start moving differently and they start listening to what you're saying, you know, you can, you can give that person grace. You should. Now, you know, my boundaries are to protect me. I spoke about on the episode last year, I mean, last week, excuse me, that, um, I'm working on my mental, my emotional stability, my boundaries, me having my boundaries intact is going to help my emotional stability because I am an emotional person. I take stuff personal right and I I I take it personal and I take it personal like I it's deep like I'm unpacking it and I'm trying to figure out why these individuals are moving the way that in which they they move and the thinking and the saying and are doing all of these things and they just be like well I would never do that to you but 
they're not me and I'm not them. So everybody reacts differently. So my boundaries helps me keep my emotions intact because I am a person that I love so hard. And when I feel like you're not loving me or you're not treating me in a way that um is supportive of me or I feel like you're not um giving me um at least a little bit of your love or showing it I don't I don't it I I get real like I take it real personal like why are you not doing this why is this not your second not why is this not a cognitive thought for you like you know I pulled up for you you can't pull up for me call me and tell me you can't pull up for me right and you know I'm a high expectation person me and my one of my girlfriends call ourselves high expectation bitches because we are we are high expectation people we're the type of people that we just expect so much because we give so much to people and as unfair as it is it's just who we are and sometimes emotionally that takes a toll on us it has us all twisted up in a game because we're expecting somebody to do the same thing that we do when we can't do that so when you have your boundary you say okay look I know in the past I've it's so funny because I got a prime example at work one of my co-workers um she's doing this website or whatever for um She's um working on a website so she can have like her reel for when she goes to um this event. And I'm, you know, I'm giving her ideas and I was gonna be like, Oh, you know what? I'll just do it. I'll do it for you. She was like, I'm busy, I can't do it, whatever, whatever. I was like, I'll do it for you, whatever. And then something inside of me was like, God was like, No, no, don't do that. My boundary had to pull up on me because I was thinking that thought, and I'm like I do this for this person and I asked them to do something for, I've had experiences with this person that I already don't really trust them. (laughs) I don't really, you know, I have a, um, I have a, um, it's like a, um, push pull situation with them pertaining to how I feel about them on a personal level, good person, but it's something a little off about the person that kind of rubs me the a wrong way, but I'm always very cordial, very nice, very sweet to the person. And we're, you know, when we interact, I'm never like nasty or anything like that because I'm just not that person. It's just something about that person that's a little off to me. And I don't want that person too close to me, like too close to, to, to who I am. Um, so I keep them at a distance, but I was just like, Oh, you know, I can do it. I, you know, I do stuff like that all the time. And, God was like, Mm-mm, sis, what you doing? Why, why would you do that? She can do that. She, you know, and in my mind, I'm like, I want to help, but my boundary is I have to put my boundary up because I'm like, I'm gonna, you know, I have high expectations and this person has let me down before. So why would I, you know, why would I put myself in a situation where I'm emotionally unstable and I've been there before with this person and this person has shown me a part of themselves that I didn't like in a similar situation where I've helped them and it wasn't reciprocated why would I do it right and I was just like my boundary my help my helpful person the helpful person inside of me like the the person that wants to help and see everybody win 
that is a blessing and a curse. It really is because it's one of those situations where you just, you can't, you can't give that energy to everybody. And I have to have boundaries. And yes, I want to see everybody win, but you know, sometimes you not the person that's, you can see them win. You're not supposed to be the person to help them win everything. Right. So, um, knowing my boundaries are important to me and it's something that I'm working through right now. It's something, and even boundaries within myself, like, I do not deal with uncertainty well. (laughs) And I have to allow for myself to like have a boundary within myself to say, um, it's okay to, to be uncertain, to not have a plan, have the boundary of having everything together and not going with the flow. You know, I, um, I struggle with that. I struggle with what is, what is going to happen? What is, what, what I need to know what the, I need to know what the next is. Right. So, you know, putting up a boundary for myself to say, I don't know what next is. I'm just, I just have to live right now. I can plan as far as I can plan, but if I don't get all of the answers right now, I'm good. I'm going to be okay. As the time has not passed, things have not come to pass. I don't know what the future holds, how, how things would elevate for me in my life and to plan so far ahead in the game. Um, it's good. Planning is good, but sometimes for me personally, I, Alexis A. McCoy Gonzalez, I need to just be like, okay, I know I got a plan, but it can change. It can definitely change. And setting up that boundary for myself where today I was dealing with some, we're, we're going to be moving across country um, at the end of the year. And it's a lot of things happening. Uh, and I will say this, I will say this because, and I was going to make an announcement about it. I told you guys last week that, um, I am releasing a book. Um, it's called, it's going to be released on March 2nd. Um, which is so exciting. I'm so excited about it. I'll give you guys the deeds and information, the next episode, but I am releasing a book. It's called I do dot dot and all the stress. It's, um, a bride's, um, sanity guide to wedding planning. So it's, it's all about, it's, it's going to be, it's, <laughs> I don't want to give too much away, but it's, it's definitely one of those books that you guys want to read it for, for people that have been married, people that are thinking about getting married, getting engaged. You just want to know about like, uh, People that are planners, event planners that want to know their perspective of a bride's perspective on how they see the wedding from their perspective and how you can help a, a psychologist or a therapist might find this intriguing and it might be a tapping lane for, you know, people that are getting married, marriage counselors to see how things operate. But it's a lot of uh, my story is some funny stories in there, some truthful, some truthfulness. It's a lot of different avenues that I've taken that helped me that I learned about myself when I was getting married in 2021. And I didn't even, you know, I needed to release this. I feel like somebody, other people needed to hear this. But anyway, so like I was saying earlier today, I am um, was in the kitchen and I was like, thinking about the move and it was a lot of things it's a lot of moving parts when you're moving across the country it's so many things that you got to do 
It's so much planning that you got to do. It's so much money that you got to spend, child. And, you know, getting all of that together is far away, but it's so close because we're in this year and things change, life edge and flows and all of that type of stuff. So I was overwhelmed. I had overwhelmed myself. I was just like, man, I just need answers for a lot of things. And I, I it was urgent for me. And urgency is the thing that gets me caught up in the game emotionally because things that are urgent to me is not really that urgent to the rest of the world and it's not really that it shouldn't be that urgent to me but because I'm dramatic it is it's like okay we got to do this right now we got to figure this out right now and I was on the phone with my husband and I was like crying. He was like, babe, you know, the time has to come and, you know, we're going to figure it out. And the time is just, you just have to be patient with yourself. You just breathe through it. And I know that it's stressful and I know that it's uncertain and all of that type of stuff. And I, you know, I did like a little couple of cry tears because sometimes I got to really release my energy. I'm one of those people, like if I'm overwhelmed, I have to cry. I have to like release that energy. I really have to get it out because if I don't, it just don't, I just don't know how else to release it. So I did a little cry and my husband was at work. So he was like really concerned and he was just like, you know, really calm down. And I, I cried my cry and I brought myself back together and I was like, I'm all right. I'm all right. I'm going to be okay. I'm going to be okay. And, um, I had to set a boundary for myself. Like I can't allow for myself to keep going in that direction or allowing for myself to get upset every time I feel like things are not going in a way in which they should pertain into the plan. So, you know, I set that, I had to set that boundary. Um, I had to remind myself of that boundary today in that moment. Yes, I had a moment, but I was like, look, it's going to be all right. It's going to be all right. It's going to come together in a way in which it should. I might have to repeat that to myself 13 times out of the day. I might have to repeat that to myself 25 times out of the week. I don't care. But as long as I know that I'm, I'm sticking with my boundaries to, to help my mental health, to help my physical health, because when you stressed out, honey, My mom used to say stress is a silent killer. And it definitely is because stress can cause so many other things in your life. And, you know, life can be the most stressful thing in the world because it's so many moving parts. Like you got this, you got that, you got your kids, you got, you got your husband, you got your job, you got, and, and you got, you got your outside world, you got your home life. You got, it's just so many moving parts when it comes to being stressed and I don't want to be stressed so in order for me to be stressed not be stressed I got to set up any I got to set up a boundary for my emotions and that means that I can't focus on I'm not gonna allow for myself to focus on the uncertain um and things not coming in the way getting answers immediately and urgent um, um living in urgency I'm gonna allow for myself to live in a moment so, you know, um, I wanted to share that with you guys. I know I went from one situation to another and I think they all can combine together, but, but stick with your boundaries, know what your boundaries are with yourself because your boundaries are good for your mental and physical health. 
You want to know what they are because you want to be healthy. We all want to be healthy. I want you guys to be healthy. I hope you guys want me to be healthy. Um, and while we're on being healthy, I am going to say that, um, after February 2nd, I will be taking a, a hiatus from the Slam for Me podcast. Because I just need to get myself ready for all that's happening. It's a lot of different moving parts in my life right now. And I need to focus on that. And I want to be able to give you guys 110% of myself. But right now, I just can't. I can't. And I need to focus on myself. I need to focus on on um what I'm doing and getting my life together and, and transporting myself from one place to another place. And, um, how long the hiatus is going to be, I can't tell you that, but you know, I'm definitely going to continue to pray and move forward. And I want you guys to continue to support the the podcast, listen to any episodes as many times as you want. Um, but my last recording for, um, right now will be February 2nd, 2023. So I just wanted to give you guys a heads up. We do got a couple more episodes coming up. So, I still will be sharing some good things. I'll let you guys know about the book. But other than that, I just want to give you guys a heads up and let you know that I just need to, my boundary right now is um focusing on myself and focusing on my mental health, which is so important to me. So um I do appreciate you guys for, for listening. And I do appreciate the audience. I know it's going to be, I'm going to miss doing this, but um sometimes you have to take time for yourself. And I think that's okay. And I encourage people, everybody to do the same thing. I thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. Don't forget to follow us and listen to us on Apple Music, Spotify, Amazon Music, and RageWaysNetwork.com. Also, don't forget to follow me. Your host, Alexis A. McCoy Gonzalez at Alana Fuss, A-L-O-N-A-F-U-S-S on TikTok and um, Instagram and Twitter, honey. Um, also, don't forget that slang for you is the best lifestyle to live. Hope you guys have a good day. Bye.